Hello and welcome to the Equiline Podcast. This is Dr. Wendy Corrin. This is Dr. Dave Lundquist. And we are back from an outstanding weekend teaching and learning at the American Veterinary Chiropractic Association annual conference. And what an amazing opportunity to be among people where learning to make a difference in their animals' lives from all of those that they touch. It was primarily veterinarians and animal chiropractors who have already been trained, who have already done all the hours, who have already done continuing Haitian, and yet they come together and every class is full and every lab is sold out because enthusiasm for learning is what makes the difference between good and great practitioners. And for all those of you out there who were there this weekend, I have so much respect for you. And for those who go elsewhere to love to learn, welcome to our world because we appreciate you. Yeah. And what I really liked about it is we get together with a community, a membership of community of people, like-minded people who are out doing the same job as everyone else, different aspects, obviously, but with the same purpose in mind, using chiropractic to enhance animals' health. And it's just wonderful to get together with these people and be excited about learning new things. And I've been doing this for 26 years, 30 years or something, and 35 years in chiropractic, but it's wonderful to actually go and pick up new things. I picked up about five new things that I'm going to be able to start using tomorrow. And the idea is, how can we always find another way to help? And a lot of people are afraid, oh, you're trying something new, you're going to give up on the past and all this. And one of the most amazing things about being among people who are enhancing their education is it's an addition to what you're already doing that's working. If what we are already doing works, we don't have to add anything else. But to have more information so that when things aren't moving as fast or as well, or there's a, some form of stalling in the healing process, to be able to know that there's more you can do, different you can do, and more resources to call on. And that's adding tools to the toolbox. Yeah. And being around people who have have fought through the struggles of opening a practice and beginning a practice and helping those that have come that are just beginning and having their struggles and a chance to talk with someone and go, look, there is light at the end of this rainbow here. I mean, we're going to, we're going to, there, there's a rainbow at the end of this tunnel. We've got <laughs> mixing metaphors. Well, I can mix them all up, but it gives us a, it gives people a chance of hope, not just for the animals, but also for themselves, because some people are out there really struggling with their beginnings because they haven't gone through the trials and tribulations that we have. And they're starting off and those things are, can be scary to them. So to get together with like-minded people and to discuss it and talk about it, and then to add tools to your toolbox, because that's what it's all about. Increasing your education, becoming better at what you do. And that's what makes our job so wonderful. We're always being taught new things and getting better all the time. And you know, being enthusiastic about what you do all day, every day makes life so worth living. And 
to find in a world where many of us come up against practitioners who are jaded and tired who are following a formula and the formula doesn't fit your animal. And to find that there are those people who are not just willing and able to go outside the box, but don't even have a box, that they are just cosmic sponges. What's out there that we can offer? And we had the opportunity to meet with students who were just chomping at the proverbial bit to be able to get out there and participate in making the lives of animals better, stronger, healthier. We had volunteers showing up with their service animals and rescue animals who were so grateful. And the amazing thing, and I really recommend you practitioners out there and, and you, the people here who are utilizing the practitioners, take videos, take before and after, watch the growth, notice the changes, because we had animals show up in the canine labs where their legs only, or their whole pelvis only rotated one way. Their, their legs acted like they were swimming sideways, like they were doing the butterfly while they were walking. And we were able, through a chiropractic intervention, intervention and doing fascial work with the fascial tools, laser and kinesiology taping, in one session, in one session, totally changed that animal's gait for the positive to the extent that it was blowing people away, both people who'd been in veterinary practice for 30 years and the amazing people who rescue these creatures and show these creatures. We even met a new breed. I did not know there were uh, Pyruvian mastiffs that look like uh, St. Bernard's. Pyruvian. Pyruvian. I've never heard of them. From the great Pyrenees. Ah. Pyruvian. Never mind. We don't (laughs) count my pronunciation, but if you guys are listening, so grateful to have met these massive, magnificent creatures who there's a lot, you know, offer a lot of opportunity for improvement. Do you like that way of putting it? Yes. And not only that, there's a group of vendors that come there, and they're there to support animal chiropractic and bring their wares to show people some of the other possibilities of new tools that are out there. So it was wonderful meeting with some new vendors and learning about their products and how it can benefit our practices and our animals. And uh, just a really good group of people, like-minded people, well, that's, you know how you know when you're at, at a conference with people who are there f- to learn? When they're in the class, there is not a single person on their phone. There's nobody texting. There's nobody reading a book. Everybody's eyes are, they're asking questions, and they're actually asking questions that are pertinent to, to what you're lecturing. Then you sit down and lunch, and divergent groups of people come together who've never spoken before because something you said inspired them and they have questions so how do I apply this and what can I do and there's always another way to look at things there's always something more that you can offer by knowing who's out there doing it and as Dave said we we actually interacted with vendors and learned about products 
that we had no previous information about, both in the communication and in the application world. So we're always going to be out there for you trying to figure out not what's the next best thing. This is not at all about abandoning what we do because we kind of love what we do and we're very pleased with the results. It's about more choices. And I got, I got to sit through a class where a gentleman was going over the cervical, upper cervical spine of equines, of horses. And he, was, he had actual skeletons there and he was showing the different type of subluxations, the way bones can get out of place. And Boop. yeah, how did it can get booped? And how you can, the right angles, when you feel this and notice this in the horse, it, it means this and this is how you would adjust this certain angle. So I appreciate those people out there that do that deep dive into science and can bring it back and show us what it is because from my end, when I'm adjusting that animal, I visualize that movement. And so the more precise I can get with the visualization, I think the better I'll get with my adjusting. And even how a certain change in range of motion can clue you into specific malformations and abnormalities that you can then verify and have your primary take a look at and go, okay, let's, let's understand what's we can do, and what is limited by the fact that there's an anatomical variant. You want to know that. You want to know what's possible. And, and we got blown away by other presenters using seriously cool 3D slides and another way of teaching you and another way of presenting to you so that there is a, a more fulfilling way of actually getting across what we do, how we do it. And one of my favorite moments was in taping a canine with a professional, a veterinarian who is absolutely brilliant and has a magnificent practice, had not yet incorporated kinesiology taping. So we did bilateral taping, me on one side, she on the other. And the dog was like helping make sure this was done correctly. So the thorough joy in learning and sharing together. And one thing that actually was the most important was the fact that um, you, you have this level of enthusiasm that you're sharing and it actually in, inspires you to know more inspires you to learn more and you know there's that's very very it's so refreshing in a world where you feel like people are telling you people don't want to do anything they don't want to learn anything they don't want to give more but yeah they're out there you just have to find them yeah I had a, one of the classes I attended I learned something that I had no clue was a possibility and there was a and, and there, were, there was video of this. There was a lady that was playing with her dog in the yard, and there was a camera watching the whole thing. And she was spinning the dog around on a, on a rope and, and just playing all around. And when the dog would let go of the rope, it would start to walk a little bit, and then it would try to sit, but would sit kind of off a little, and then would it get up, and it would look kind of off for a few steps, and then it would start going again. And 
it was an agility dog and this lady brought it into this doctor and was saying, you know, and the doctor watched the video was like, well, okay, the gate's really off. And she's out going through the normal things. Oh, this could be a pole issue. This could be a pelvic issue. This could be a upper lumbar issue. She went through all those things. And then when she evaluated the dog, nothing showed up. And she's like, I, she was scratching her head, didn't know what to do. And then she started getting more history on it. And, and, the, lay, and the owner went, oh, yeah, uh, I had the dog a, a day before. The dog was trying to jump from the couch to a chair and missed and slammed its abdomen into the edge of the chair. And come to find out, and I didn't even know this, but dogs have a penile bone. And that penile bone got shoved back and sideways. And so every time the dog went to sit, that bone was crooked. And so she grabbed a hold of it and moved it, jostled it around by basically her, her direct words. And all of a sudden, the dog just sat perfectly and walked off like nothing ever happened to it. So it's great to learn new things and new possibilities. I had no clue that was a possibility. None. Did you? No, but actually I hadn't thought about it one way or the other. And I think that's one of the going to a place as a sponge. You know, even though I spent nine hours teaching during this conference, I spent more time being a sponge and allowing data to come in and then I'll later filter it through things that I feel are appropriate or inappropriate or applicable or not applicable. Take all that data in and use what comes up. And as opposed to shutting things out because it doesn't fit my current operation systems. And for us to be together in practice and our practice to have the Equiline crew all together it was amazing. We're, we're still enthusiastic about improving this business that is so much better than I ever expected it to be. So to have that uh, perspective um, of Satori, of constantly improving, moving not towards a specific goal, but just towards better. That's what we want to provide for you, and that's what we want to wish for you. Yeah. And also during this weekend, I got elected to be part of the board of directors on the American Veterinary Chiropractic Association. So I will be help guiding the next piece of the AVCA's dream and increasing our membership, continuing to educate, offering excellent education programs and adding information to all the legislative bodies in the country that are starting to notice that the animal chiropractic is becoming a very big thing. And some of the state laws need to take a look at how they need to govern it. So we're just going to move forward with some excellent policies that have been developed in a couple of states and look forward to better educational programs. Exactly, because the more people know, the more choices they have, the better we all can serve you and serve your needs and communicate among all of the professionals um, that are there to make a difference in the best way possible. So what's amazing is when we were working with surgeons and acupuncturists and nutritionists 
from the veterinary world, interacting with chiropractors from the biomechanical world, and we all came together to give our best advice and experiences and learn from each other. So ask. The bottom line is ask the questions that are in your head about your animal and about your practice. Know that there are people out there who have alternatives and solutions for you. And this is never, and even though I use the word alternative, I mean additions. Always think what more can be done there's always, always a chance that there's information you can put in your toolbox to get you the best results possible. Continue to find places where you can meet community and continue your education. And have fun in the process. This is Dr. Wendy Corey. This is Dr. Dave Lundquist. And this has been an Equiline podcast.